He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shome 97.7. At 819, good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? Well, hanging in there. Just uh, trying to get through and uh, keep me uh, keep me uh, my emotions in check. <laughs> oh, well, I, I suppose it's it's that the roller coaster type yes, of sir. emotion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Six uh Six shows to go, but let's uh, let's not talk about that. Let's uh, talk about the exciting news uh, that we have uh, tonight, and that's playoff hockey. But before we get going, you and I both noticed the question on Twitter this morning uh, that said, we know you have a lot to talk about with Pierre, but seeing both of you are airplane enthusiasts, I have a question. And I live close to WHU, and I noticed the Habs are now using WHU, which is the St. Hubert Airport. Um, any reason why they're landing there instead of YUL? And Pierre, you have the answer. <laughs> okay, well, uh, the, to start with, uh, you have to understand that uh, uh, all the teams in the NHL travel charter. So that is the first, uh, the first reality is that uh, when you travel charter, there are different rules and various, uh, various realities that uh, are not the same as uh, flying commercial. Uh, so Air Canada flies uh, um, a charter division primarily aimed at sports teams. Uh, and the division is called Jets, J-E-T-Z. And they fly Airbus 319. And the, the airplanes, of course, are adapted to the, the reality of sports teams. So that gives you a little bit of freedom to go from one airport to the other because you don't need all the, the facilities. And Now, the other reality and the other uh, uh, the other difference is that if you fly within Canada as opposed to fly to the United States. So if the team plays Boston, for instance, it is, it is convenient to fly out of the terminal, the main terminal at Dorval, because you can clear customs at Dorval, right? It's like you go to Florida, for instance, Terry. Right. So you, you can actually clear U.S. customs at Dorval. Now, if you, if, you, uh, if you fly within Canada, you don't have to clear customs, so you have the choice of your regular terminal or what we call FBO, fuel base operator, FBO like signature, like uh, Sky Service, right. and like others now that you have in St. Hubert. So because now there are modern new facilities for large airplanes in St. Hubert, you are actually closer to Brassard. You're closer to the practice ring. You're closer to where a lot of the players uh, are actually based. And... If you go to two, three overtimes on Saturday, right. then if you are back to St. Hubert, you don't have to re- you don't have to deal with the Dorval curfew coming back. Gotcha. So all the, all those reasons uh, together make the possibility of flying in and out of St. Hubert as opposed to fly in and out of Dorval. Well, there you go. Um, uh, it's uh, interesting that uh, that uh, person knew we're both aviation, but well, you're a, <laughs> you're a pilot. You're not just a buff. You're an actual pilot. So. And I'm a frequent uh, traveler on jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You're, you know, Air Air Canada they they uh, they experimented with uh, uh, putting jets up uh, for uh, limited runs. Uh, I think it was around Christmas time. Air uh-huh. Canada was going to do it for business class travelers, and I was very very tempted because those those aircraft are beautifully set up. Uh, if you're a passenger, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, as I said, it's uh, it's a setup. That is uh, that is aimed 
at the main purpose, which is charter airplanes and, of course, sports teams. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Listen, let's talk about uh, tonight. Everybody's uh, uh, talking about uh, uh, what's going to go on, and we'll, we'll talk about the, you know, the series, the fans, and everything else. But let let's start with uh, with uh, the uh, experience thing. I I uh, I heard Gord Miller from uh, TSN yesterday on on TSN uh, with Mitch Meldick, and he said uh, the the playoffs are for veterans. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the job in the playoffs is to win, and uh, he said the the playoffs are a place all coaches know are for veterans. When he was asked the uh, the uh, longstanding Montreal question about uh, uh, Cole Caulfield, he said, yeah. "You know, they, they the playoffs are for veterans, and that that's what's going on here, right?" Yeah, and I, I, I and I would say Terry that playoffs are for are for star players to start to start with right uh, uh, or superstars player or superstar players to start with uh because you know Connor mcdavid and austin matthews and mitch martin are not that old right <laughs> but now that and once we've said that then i would say the uh, the other criteria or the number two criteria very close to number one actually mm-hmm. would be to go with experienced players yeah of course players that that can still play the game yeah. and players that still have the energy and the health and the possibility and the capabilities of, of, of contributing uh, to the success of the team. But experience is the inward. And if you look at uh, what the Leafs have done uh, since uh, being out quickly uh, the last playoffs uh, in, uh, in the early fall, well, what, uh, what they have done is add tons of experience, uh, even to a point where people were mocking the Leafs saying, hey, granddaddy is coming, you know, from San Jose. He's coming yeah. to Toronto. And Wayne Simmons is at the end of the line, and he's not as efficient as he was. And what are they doing? What are they thinking? Well, they, they thought pretty well. Because yeah. Joe Thornton has become, like Corey Perry, has become uh, an amazing asset for the Maple Leafs. And uh, so is Wayne Simmons. Up to a point, Terry, that the Leafs will start tonight's game with a fourth line with Joe Thornton, with Jason Spezza, and with Wayne Simmons. And all of them have done extremely well this year for the Leafs. They have done extremely well for yeah. the Leafs. If it's not on the ice, it's off the ice. Yeah. Well, like Jason Spezza, everybody said he was done too. Yeah, He's, he's had a good year. And now the Habs will fight it back tonight with a Corey Perry, uh, with a Corey Perry, uh, 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 Josh Anderson, uh, and Eric Stahl line. So you see, it's not it's not only what the Habs are doing and, and why fans are, are mad at what they're doing or happy right. with what they're doing. Yeah. It's 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 the trend. It's what teams do, especially in the early stages of playoffs, because they you need to have players who have been there and who know at the start of the game how to react and how to behave in such a high pressure cooker situation. Um, everybody's been uh, on on social media anyway. Been making of been making a bit of hay of uh, how um, fired up. I guess some people say angry, but fired up that Carey Price uh, looked at at practice with him uh, breaking a stick, and and uh, these guys look like they're really really anxious to go. I saw Shea Weber uh, with the media yesterday, and I know he's shy, but boy. He looks like he's he's ready to bite somebody's head off, and you say 
he's he's a hundred percent ready, is he? Oh yes. Uh, why not saying the cliche a hundred and ten percent? Okay, <laughs> ready to go. I think he is, Terry. It shows. And uh, as you said, he's not the most outspoken person, and he's not flashy. He's not flashy when he talks to the media. But I, I got to know him uh, well enough to realize that he is so hungry uh, to come back on the ice. Yeah. And you know what? For for players like him, they've been watching playoffs since last Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And they've been watching what's what's going on around the league, and they want they want to do that. They want to participate. I, you know what? I I can't imagine playing against Shea Weber. I mean, he's scary at a press conference. Yeah, you, you know, like yeah. he, he's he's got this look on his face, like boy, there's a guy you don't want to mess with. Uh, I'll tell you what. I, sometimes I use the word dissuasive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly so, right. So if you're showing up with uh, with a little bit too much in the in the defensive zone, well, you got to pay the price. Yeah. And 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 but you know, in order to make uh, to make the players pay the price, you've got to be a hundred percent healthy. Yeah. And he was not. Now we understand he was not. He played hurt for a while and tried to t- tried to do his best, but uh, that wasn't enough. So. When when you look at the seven day break, Terry, uh, it, it, in, in during which you had four full practices, but still it's a seven day break away from the action. It was a four day break for the Leafs with three full workouts. I think that the extra days that the Habs uh, had uh, before playing the first game could be actually very helpful. Could be a, an extra value or added value uh, to this to uh, to tonight's situation. I guess you're gonna have. A lot of players that are fresh and ready to go and eager to go, and that could be one heck of a one heck of a showdown. I know playoff hockey is different; it all changes when the playoffs start. Um, you know, I've heard guys say, that, you know, the players are they're getting ready to go to war, um, and the intensity steps up. But uh, this is a tall order for the Habs against this powerhouse offense that the Leafs have. What do you think their chances are, Pierre? Well, it, it all depends if they win one in Toronto. Okay. That uh, I know it's not the uh, you would like a clear cut answer. I think that uh, winning one in Toronto is is the key uh, for for a big surprise. If and you that, win one, that, Toronto, that's not out of the question either, is it? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what, Terry? I, I'll 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 even push my, my 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 reasoning a little bit further. You might as well win game number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here, here's my reasoning. Okay. Uh, I mean, of course, you want to win both games. Now that we've said that, if you lose tonight, well, that's normal. The Leafs will say, ah, there we are. We're the best teams. And, and media will go in that direction and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Then if the Habs win game number two, they tie the series. Right. What happened? The doubt comes yeah. in. Yeah. And, and the, the media is grumbling in Toronto. And then the fans are saying, oh, no, not again. <laughs> and then you, you come back to Montreal and you're on a roll for game number three. So my point to the Habs fans is, is don't, don't, don't shoot yourself yeah. if the team is losing game number one. The, the, the main purpose, the main mission, win one, not for the Gipper, but win one in Toronto and that that should uh, that should be uh, uh, the foundation for some sort of an upset. If you're looking for an upset, what time? What time do they play tonight, Pierre? Uh, it's seven thirty tonight. Seven thirty. Okay. Yeah, seven thirty. So uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be tough for yours truly to to watch. I that. know. 
<laughs> I'm going to go crazy, and yeah. Lynn will probably ask me to do her own personal play-by-play. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say she's lucky. She's going to get you to call the game for Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I will oblige, you know, yeah, like yeah. I do usually. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but it, it should be it should be a dandy. And, and you know what? I, I'm watching tons of hockey since Saturday, Terry, and the, the intensity is, is amazing. Sometimes a little bit too much like Nazem Kadri last night, uh, if you saw the hit to the head. Not very, not very, uh, not very uh, clean, and not um, not very sportsmanlike. But all in all, playoffs are just amazing throughout the league. Um, I want to mention this before we go, Pierre, because uh, normally uh, it's exciting for race fans for two reasons. Monaco, Monaco is the stop before Montreal. It's sad that that's not going to happen this year. But if you're an F1 fan, Monaco is like Christmas. Monaco is like Christmas. It's still the uh, the marquee event. It's a nonsense track. It's a nonsense <laughs> thing. Yep. But Monaco is Monaco. Every driver wants to win Monaco. And as you know, Terry, they run on Thursday as opposed to run on Friday. And say, and uh, this morning, it was all Red Bull and their junior team, Alpha Tori. So we all know that this is a very demanding track in terms of stability, in terms of downforce. And I think this is Red Bull area, Red Bull territory. So it's one one to grab for Max Verstappen and or Sergio Perez, who, by the way, has the best time this morning. Wow. Lance is 11th. Sebastian Vettel is in the 8th position. Hmm. 